Yo, what up, man? It's the motherfucking Nerd Rap Podcast, man. I'm just back to talk about Arrowverse. I've been trying to do um, a blog on them for a while now, but I had to really just get into watching the shows more. And in my opinion, man, there's good and bad about Arrowverse. And I'm not going to really um, go into, you know, upsetting people, fan bases or whatever. If you're a fan of the Arrowverse and you like Green Arrow and you like Le- um, Leagues of Legends or Legends of Tomorrow, excuse me, Black Lightning and shows like that, I have no qualms with you. You know, I, I find enjoyment in these shows for the most part. But, you know, I just have, um, you know, my own views and ways that I would have done things that not saying that I'm better than the writers there, but just things that I didn't like about the show that I wish would have been handled a bit differently. Um, and one of the major things is just, I think the focus on drama over the more science fiction aspects of like the um, Legends of Tomorrow and things of that nature, because I understand the CW is big on dramas. Like Smallville was basically like a teen drama. So I, I get that the young adult drama, it, it's a big market. It, it makes it very marketable, but it's like the Flash. It's like, by season three, it was turning into the 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 wonderful adventures of Lois and Clark. It's like I get that was a wonderful show and that was successful, but we want a fucking superhero show, and we want a superhero show that just is a superhero show. And I like romance, and I like these things when they're implemented into a story in a way where it doesn't feel contrived and forced. But if you watch Arrow, if you watch the Flash, these romances are like distracting to the point that Felicity and fucking Oliver have like this borderline manipulative relationship where she just decides to just trip about shit whenever she feels like it. And it's, that's not entertaining to watch. Now, maybe that's just me, but I'm the type, you know, I used to watch, you know, romance movie, Blue Valentine, shit like that na- nature. Of that shit with uh fucking Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling, like everybody don't watch that shit, you know what I mean? So I'm not gonna act like niggas haven't watched romantic dramas and found enjoyment from them. It's a wonderful genre. It's it's it, it's it's so it's cathartic, and you can't deny the the positives of that as a movie going experience. But I think it's the way it's implemented, and it's the the freshness of how it still caters to the characters of these people. You know, Iris was always the journalist and a reporter, and it was never her character that was being expounded upon to be given weight. It was always her taking on other roles and kind of being juxtaposed and put into position where she's not out of her element and she's automatically like the most capable motherfucker in the room. And that's not how you write empowerment. You empower somebody by the traits of their character. She's a journalist. She could be getting ground-level information actually doing the research on things that could actually be explored to the fullest extent of its ability. And you realize you have a strong, potent character who built has a strong sense of, you know, scrutiny in her, the way she sees things. And now she goes and she dissects problems. She's not somebody who just looks at things for face value for somebody like the flash. who's very fast. That could be a very counterbalance to their personalities. And I think that was a major thing that was slowly played on with the first season, second season. And I think really the third season where the fatigue kicked in because they started doing the same shit. So the the season after that, they tried to change it up with a different villain with the, the mental villain. And that, that shit was stupid, man. And I, I didn't I couldn't watch that season because the, the nigga show up in a chair and it's just not believable. And then the, the, like there's mind thing where like everyone's mind will be turned. And I'm not watching that shit, man. 
Y'all, y'all, y'all knew better than that shit, man. Y'all should have just stopped, man. Y'all should have just stopped. Y'all ain't want to do nothing with it, man. And that's just what it is. Arrow, I think Arrow found himself with the um with the Prometheus storyline, but Arrow needs to get away from being a Batman show, and it needs to. I I think once they kind of find that balance of still like the hard gritty feel, but where it's like Green Arrow is more like a jokey character, not even jokey in the sense that he's jokey for real, for real, but like he's more of like the just a regular funny character. So, I mean, that's just one of those things. This is one of those things. You know what I mean? So, but um, I, I don't know. I just feel like the Arrowverse has still has potential. Um, Supergirl, I didn't really like it too much when it was on, Um, was it um, PBS, CB? Well, it was on another channel before it moved, got moved to the CW. Um, and again, it's not, I'm not here to criticize nobody because there are people who are fans of these shows. And the fact that you were able to build a universe that was coherent and still worked while still being entertaining in itself is dope that they've done that, especially since they failed to do that in the movies and the TV series has done that so successfully, more so than Netflix, truthfully, because the Arrowverse on crossovers still get strong viewership and the numbers stay pretty consistent. It's just the fatigue of these superhero shows, man. Some of these shits got to start dropping off. You know what I mean? And Netflix had to cut off some shit and... And, you know, it's just the fatigue of these shits after a while. It's like it's the same storylines It's you know, like Luke Cage was dope for a season. I didn't need two seasons of that shit. And especially when they try to make the season shorter. So you should have let them tell tighter narratives with these characters who are more niche because you don't want to overstay their welcome. Iron Fist, the first season, didn't know what the fuck it wanted to do. And the second season, they said it was the best season ever, but it's too late. No one wanted to see it no more. And at the end of the day, you know, that's why when you when you want to write a story, it's always good. You have to plan your story out very carefully to where you don't overstay your welcome. So if you're going to have a longstanding story, like sto- like study older from One Piece, the writer from One Piece. This man literally planned out a 20 year long story. Like right now, his story has been going on for almost 20 something years actively and it's still ongoing. It's the same story has been going for 20 years. And it all still makes sense. He planned it out. He planned it out. And he planned our character plot points and this, that so far along that all he's doing is following a template that he wrote out 20 years ago. The work does itself. And I think what people don't understand is that you have to write out your story in a way to where you're not overstaying your fucking welcome. Like, Green Arrow at this point is a Batman show. And either they're going to embrace that completely, because I know Gotham is eventually going to introduce Batman's suit, his, his his final suit. And I'm just like, my nigga, like, y'all, y'all might as well just made the kid Batman, make him Batboy, and had him be Batboy. Because honestly, y'all might as well did your own shit with it. Now that I think about it, that might have been dope. Like, a younger Batman, like... It gives the mix between a Robin and a Batman, like the ultimate Damon Wayne, like young Batman scenario where like you already had it. Where he was a proto vigilante. They should have kept this shit going. Truthfully, I actually would have thought that would have been a far doper thing to do. You should have kept the kid version of the villain. Start trying to make them grown ass adults. Why would you introduce Bane? Bane. I would have loved you to introduce the child Bane before daddy got locked up or something. Maybe he was a, a criminal in Arkham. 
Like, y'all could have played with this to where it was more original and it was more serving to the actual characters of these people. Bane makes no sense to be far older than Bruce Wayne because Bruce Wayne fights him when he's in his peak. So shouldn't they both be of similar age? Of similar, Because even in the comic books that Tom King wrote about Bane, there were similar ages when Bane was in prison and Bruce lost his parents. So they, oh, there was a parallel between these two men. So I, I just don't understand. There's a clear lack of character writing and it's more focused on this fan service at the cost of these fucking characters. Because Bane just looks like some fucking patchwork Frankenstein of a character. And you don't even, like, what does that have to do with Bane? I don't understand it. Like, if y'all were going to do a prequel to the Batman series, but have all these characters, they were supposed to be written in a way that makes sense. I have no issue with y'all having Bruce Wayne become an early um, vigilante. It makes sense. He looks for child prodigies. Maybe he was a child prodigy. He wanted to learn how to fight. He taught himself. But at the same time, the parallels between the younger characters should have been made clear, too. All of these characters should have been kids. Maybe while he's going, maybe while he's going to counseling, these are characters that were all in the same counseling class with him. You feel what I'm saying? Like, y'all couldn't have gave me Gotham. Gotham would have been the sickest psychological trip y'all would have had. And then he would have still encountered all of his fucking villains. In a way that makes sense. But no one wants to think about that. Y'all wanted to do a year one version with Jim Gordon, which y'all didn't have the balls to do, which y'all could have done parallel to this idea of using Bruce Wayne in a way that's still creative. But no. It just turns it's a Batman show without Batman. And y'all trying everything in y'all power to still include Batman without Batman. I don't have time. I don't. I, I don't care. I can't wait for this Joker movie to come out. And my advice with the Arrowverse is the tone of Flash in the first two seasons. Bring it back to that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know. Flash has a whole bunch of villains, um, a lot of villains, a lot of very powerful villains. And I think if you're going to use the budgetary concerns aren't really necessary because there's other ways you can display his speed. Um, again, he could vibrate his molecules to solid objects. He's able to run super fast, but you don't need it to show a man that's blurring in and out. That can also be shown through camera work, uh, good editing, um, choreography that correlates with you know speed. It doesn't just have to be fast punching with electricity. That's 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 lazy. Um, I mean, there's so much that could be done with it. I mean, he does tornadoes with his hands. I mean, the Flash in himself is also, you know, you you can display speed with the te technology that we have today with just creative cinematography. And I think in the first couple seasons, y'all were doing that very well. But I just think now it gets to a point y'all don't know how to write him fighting anybody besides a rival speedster. And... You know, y'all, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But those are my thoughts in the Arrowverse, man. Um, The Batwoman show's about to come out. Ruby Red, Ruby Rose have been cast as Batwoman. I don't really have an opinion because Ruby Rose, I don't have an opinion on her as an actor. Um, Hopefully she does a good rendition. Hopefully it's not just be for pandering to an audience, you know, because she's still a character. Her Her orientation does not define her character and i need people to not use identity politics as a way to create characters because that in itself is contrived and offensive please have batwoman be to militant soldier-like character that she is please allow her interplay with her father to be the correlation please allow her military service to be what defines her 
please allow her being a woman who took agency to do something she wanted to do be the core of why you wrote this character. Please don't have this be because of her sexuality, because that would be offensive to why people like Batwoman as a character. Kathy Kane is an ultimate parallel to Bruce Wayne. The ultimate. In a way that has not been done in quite a while, which I think is enjoyable. And she has her own set of rogues gallery, or her own rogues gallery, to where she could be her own unique character, because she is a bit more of a, a straight detective than you would see more Batman being. Because Batman's usually displayed in, in movies and television as just like, you know, the aggressor or he's reactionary. Whereas in comic books, he's far more methodical and he's more of a, a manipulator of things like that. When you see uh, Batwoman in her book, she does a lot of detective work as well. So maybe this series may be more of like their gritty, we can do a Batman show in our way. Well, we'll see. And um, I'm excited to see um, how this moves forward. And hopefully, um, hopefully, man, we see some improvement. Hopefully, this Elseworlds thing is pretty dope. Um, I see a black-suited Superman. I don't know how to feel about that shit, truthfully. But we'll see. We'll see. I appreciate y'all checking out the podcast, man. I got some more content coming. But, um, yeah, Arrowverse thoughts and just I, I'm tired of these superhero shows, man. I just want to see some dope shit. Some some cool sci-fi like y'all y'all let me know about some new cots like sci-fi like some some dramas or just some 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 new types of genres to watch some cool movies in y'all just let me know all right all right I can finally add content to this fucking episode but I was never really a fan of The Witcher um I don't know what it was about The Witcher to me but I liked the games because, like, I like on the computer you could throw niggas around, ragdoll physics shit. But, like, as far as those big medieval type games, they were really always top, like, a bit much for me. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not, I'm just not that impressed by, by, like, I've watched Lord of the Rings. I've read the Hobbit books. It's like, I get it. You're dark. You're adult. And that's just, it's not enough for me. Like. I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. But the gameplay is fun as fuck, though. Like, it's definitely fun. Um, so I, I won't even front like it's it's a bad game. It definitely is fun, but it just wasn't really me. So, but they they showed the footage of Henry Cavill, and I'm like niggas is like yo son, yo yo this this is so bad or it's so dope, and it's like all he did was come out the fucking shadows, stare at niggas. Man, it's like, you know, maybe it's me, because I, I, we've already seen him be like, we've already seen him be like fucking, uh, what do we call it? We've already seen homie be like, what the fuck am I talking about again? Oh, yeah, The Witcher. Oh, yeah, shit. See, I just don't care. I'm, I'm sorry. But, like, you don't, you don't even see, you just saw him as Superman. You just saw him as the bad guy from the Mission Impossible movie. He's fucking that was actually his best role. I ain't gonna hold you. He was a spy and some shit about the day after tomorrow or some other weird shit. So it's like you know, Cavill, Cavill got got. He got a lot of uh. He got a lot of impressing to do before I really give two shits about a. I don't know. He he has to do a lot more for me. He has to do a whole lot more for me, like before I really give a fuck about like just because he's in a role. And then he just step out the shadows wearing like a tunic. He drinks some shit. His eyes is orange, and like oh, he looks like Geralt 
And it's like, all right, I mean, you ain't even hear the nigga speak a word. Like, what 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 opinion can you have? What 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 opinion can I have? Like, what what can I say about it? I don't there ain't shit for me to say. That's like if I that's like what that Joker shit is like. At least it, it was to set a tone, but the 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 witch is not known for its psychological writing, is it? I wouldn't think so. I don't. I didn't. I don't think that was supposed to impress the fans. Hope it wasn't. Really hope it wasn't. But that's neither here nor there, man. I, the Witcher, you know. Hopefully it is decent. Henry Cavill. I don't think he's a bad act. I think he really just he just picks bad movies. And you know, I don't think Superman was a bad movie for him. I just feel like that whole Batman versus Superman Justice League. He should have just got a Man of Steel sequel. Which is probably what he wanted to do. You know, he probably just wanted to think Superman was going to get a couple movies to be his own character. He get to be his own franchise. You know, like that's that's what Hollywood people want. They like to, to be able to really build with a character and really, you know, I don't know. But man, nerd rap podcast shit, we out.